Today's show and the following message are brought to you by a former guest. Alt36 is a cannabis payment solution that's powered by Dash Cryptocurrency. To learn how you can take part in their expansion, go to alt36.com or listen to MJ Bull's episode 12. Hey, it's Dan here. And if you're a regular listener, you're probably starting to realize that there's a real art to raising cannabis capital. On today's show, we're going to help try to demystify cannabis investment banking. This show first ran back in October. The companies in those phases are typically growing extremely quickly and raising meaningful capital can be a full-time job as is a company that's growing very quickly. Uh, So in those instances, it is a better use of the management's time to focus on building the business and let folks that are professionals at raising capital do exactly that. From Bumminant Media, it's the MJ Bulls Podcast, a show about raising cannabis capital. I'm Dan Homiston, and on today's show, part five in our series, Things to Know When Raising Cannabis Capital. Sumit Mehta and Brent Johnson from Mezzacali Advisors join us to talk from an investment banker's perspective. Today, we're continuing our series on things to know when raising cannabis capital. And to help us with that, we have Sumit Mehta and Brett Johnson from Mazakali to share their insights from an investment banker's perspective. Hey, Sumit and Brent, how are you guys doing today? Doing well. Fantastic, man. Thanks for being on the MJ Bulls podcast. You know, this is going to sound like a really dumb question to start this off, but <laughs> what exactly do investment bankers do? Very simply put, we help companies raise capital and we help investors place capital. Like at what stage should a company that's considering raising capital, what stage do they bring you in? The the rungs of the capitalization ladder certainly move from self-funding to friends and family to maybe some angel investors. When companies have some traction, they have positioning in the marketplace and they're looking for capital to expand. Typically between the bridge and series rounds is when they would start looking for outside assistance for those, uh, for those capital raises. Define bridge for our listeners. Sure. It's the round that typically connects what would be considered a series round to a, an angel funding round. And the company that's looking to bridge their capital needs until they get to that series A race are the companies that we're describing. So okay. a company that an example of a company we typically would work with is one that's raising north of five million with a uh, an intended dilution of no no more than twenty five percent. So that's about the time that they should bring on a professional people that do this for a living to help them with this process. And one of the reasons now I'm just jumping ahead here, but one of the reasons I'm assuming is because we get into some pretty sophisticated stuff as you move up the ladder, as you said. That's correct. There's also another reason, which is that the companies in those phases are typically growing extremely quickly and raising meaningful capital can be a full-time job as is a company that's growing very quickly. In those instances, it is a better use of the management's time to focus on building the business and let folks that are professionals at raising capital do exactly that. What are some of the things that you require them to do to get ready for the capital raise or the next raise? Well, there's a host of services we provide our clients that would fall under the investment banking umbrella. Uh, certainly capital cadence, capital planning and deal structuring are a very important part of what we do. 
but also building models and building pitch decks and understanding valuation and understanding the split on how best to raise equity, when best to raise equity, how much debt to add onto the balance sheet, and how to position the company out of the marketplace uh, would all fall on, on, onto that list of things that we do with our clients. So a lot of those things that normally would fall into the client's plate, you guys will take care of like a pitch deck. I know that could be just putting together a pitch deck is very, very time consuming. And that's why working with an investment banking firm like Mezzacali is very helpful and takes that that pressure away. Is that correct? Certainly, we come from uh, finance backgrounds, and collectively, we've, we've spent over over a hundred years on Wall Street, and we understand and speak that language. We also have spent a lot of time in in the cannabis space, and have been investors and participants in it for for years as well. So, understanding both communities, understanding how to bridge what companies are trying to express with what investors understand, is crucial in getting those conversations uh, maturing to the point of investment. Yeah, and you brought up a point that you are familiar with the cannabis industry. I suspect it's pretty important to make sure that you're working with one that has at least some experience in cannabis. Can you expand on that a little? Well, cannabis is a true emerging market, and as such, it exhibits many of the qualities of emerging markets, qualities such as fragmentation, fractionation, and certainly a large level of opacity of information. And when you have all of the restrictions placed on top of that with advertising and such, you have a marketplace that is rife for misinformation. You also have a marketplace because of fragmentation that that has at least 12,000 licensed businesses and perhaps 20,000 unlicensed businesses. And when you have an industry that's growing at 27%, it doubles in size every 32 months. And so if we're looking at 32,000 businesses that are all growing at a very fast clip, we're also looking at 32,000 investment opportunities. And it is crucially important for folks to understand the industry, understand the moving parts, and understand where the best use of capital is in order to do service to the to the investors who are ultimately providing the fuel that's going to that's gonna build this plane. I just want to do a quick thank you to one of our former guests, Blaze, which is a cannabis technology company with software for dispensaries, distributors, and coming soon, manufacturers and cultivators. Listen to MJ Bull's episode 33 or go to blaze.me to learn how you can be part of their expansion. And now back to the show. So after a deal is closed, is there a role for post-closing for an investment banker? Yeah, you know, it's actually, uh, you know, once, once the deal is closed, I mean, often these companies are raising money uh, in multiple raises. And so uh, we definitely stay in close contact with, with the company. They typically have additional capital advisory needs, which we assist with. And uh, assuming that we successfully raise money for a company, they likely engage us for future raises. So it's certainly a long-term relationship. So in other words, once a lot of times, once they start down the track of raising capital, it's, it's not a one and done deal. Usually there are second, third, fourth rounds that need, that need assistance. Yeah, again, it just depends on uh, how, you know, how the company's growing, how fast it's growing, how their revenues are growing. But yeah, I mean, typically there are, I mean, like, like Suman said earlier, there are the earlier fundraisers, uh, friends and family, angel money, some seed money. Uh, but it's not unusual for a company to do a, you know, a Series A, Series B, maybe even a Series C before they either, they either get acquired or uh, take the company public. So before we wrap, can you tell us a little bit more about Mezzacali and how our listeners can get in touch with you if they have any questions? Sure. Our website is certainly the best place to learn more about our company. Mazakali is, is a cannabis investment banking platform. Uh, we publish research under the term green papers. Those are all also available on our website. Our intent is certainly to help listeners get educated and get advised and ultimately get invested. 
your email address is submit at muzzacali.com. Well, all this information will be on the MJ Bulls website. And if anybody has any questions, I'm sure Smith will be happy to, to get back to you. Smith and Brett, thanks so much for demystifying the world of investment banking for our listeners. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dan. And thanks for all you do for the industry. Thank you. Good luck. Let me take a minute to thank one of our sponsors, C3, Comprehensive Cannabis Consulting. The team over at C3 helps clients design, build, start, and optimize their cannabis businesses from the initial assessment and planning through operationalization and ongoing management. To learn more about their services and how they're tailored to meet their clients' unique goals and objectives, go to c3cannabis.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Bulls podcast. To learn more about today's guest or to become a guest, visit our website at mjbulls.com. Today's show was produced by Bumminant Media with original music composed by Jamie Humiston. I'm Dan Humiston, and you've been listening to the MJ Bulls podcast. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name is Kira Reed, and I'd like to invite you to be inspired by the women who are leading in the cannabis industry. Each week, we will discuss empowerment, leadership, and what it means to be a woman in charge in marijuana, hemp, and CBD. As the founder of the Women Empowered in Cannabis community, I have had the great pleasure to get to know many brilliant and talented women who are CEOs, executives, politicians, advocates, and community leaders that are focused on creating a cannabis economy that is just, fair, and equal. We'll learn how these women make decisions, how they navigate a predominantly male industry, and what they're doing to level the playing field for women. I hope you'll join us.